So this afternoon, we're going to be going straight to the Word of God. Let us go to the Word of God together this afternoon. We will get the Word of God from the book of um, Second Chronicles chapter 32 verse number 30 the bible reads as follows it was hezekiah who blocked the upper outlet of gidon spring and channeled the water down to the west side west side of the city of david he succeeded in everything he undertook but when the invoice were sent by the rulers of Babylon to ask him about the miraculous sign that has occurred in the land, God left him to test him to know everything that was in his heart. He did evil in the eyes of the Lord, following the detestable practice of the nations of the Lord as has driven before the Israelite. I want to just mention this is no longer talking about Hezekiah. He's talking about the son of Hezekiah on the book of Second uh, Chronicles chapter 33 from verse number, number 2. Number 3, the Bible says that he, built, he rebuilt the high places his father Hezekiah had demolished. He did. He also erected altars to Baal and made Asherah poles. He bowed down to the Tari host and worshipped them. And worshipped them. La Graduska Pratapayantili Baharia. Rakibason Toloboshantala Bahaya. Hallelujah. Then the Bible says that he built altars in the temple of the Lord, of which the Lord had said, My name will remain in Jerusalem forever. He sacrificed his children in fire in the valley of Ben Hinnom practiced deviation and witchcraft, and sought omens, and consulted mediums and uh, spiritists. He did, much, he did much evil in the eyes of the Lord. He did much evil in the eyes of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. And arouse his anger. He took the image he had made and put it in God's temple, of which God had said to David and to his son Solomon, In this temple in Jerusalem, which I have chosen out, and all the tribe of Israel, I will put my name forever. Okay, this is wonderful. And uh, we'll be going straight to the word of God. Uh, we will start at verse number 20 of Second Chronicles chapter 32. Where the Bible says that, 
But, oh, verse number 30, when the Bible says that it was Hezekiah who blocked the upper outlets of Gihon Spring and channeled the water down to the west side of the city of David. And he succeeded in everything that he undertook. I want us to, to understand these things, you know, that uh, as long as Hezekiah made God his God and listened to God and did everything in accordance to God's word, Hezekiah prospered. Hezekiah prospered. Everything, every project he undertook, Hezekiah prospered. Prosperity, wisdom, strategies were not the problem in the, in the, in the life of Hezekiah. Everything was going on his way. If we are reading very well here, that's why the Bible is telling us that um, he succeeded in everything that he undertook. In everything that he undertook, he succeeded. In everything that he undertook, he succeeded. Then, you know, actually this is what the Bible talks about, that if we can, we can do everything in accordance to God's word and we can put God first in everything that we do, we are going to prosper. In everything that we do, we are going to succeed. Success and prosperity, it is not going to be a problem if we put God first. That's what the Bible could say that in the, in the verse that we were quoting, I think, I'm sure yesterday, in the book of Deuteronomy chapter 28. Can we just pass by there? Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse number, number 1. The Bible says that if you fully obey the Lord your God and carefully follow all his commands I give you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all nations of the earth and all, this, all these blessings will come on you if you obey the Lord your God. That means God indeed on this time, it was not just a promise, it was fulfilled in the life of Hezekiah when, um, when he did what God wanted him to do in accordance to God's word. That's what the Bible says that he succeeded in everything that he undertook. And I want to just underline something saying that uh, God is not a respecter of a person. If also us, if we now do everything according to God's word in every project, you will succeed. And I say that in every project that we do, we will do what? We will succeed. We're not going to fail in every sector of our life in Jesus' name. Also us in our time, in our days, I'm saying that you will be known as a successor. You will be known, we will be known as a people who start things and succeed, not because we can, but because we have got a living and a great God who can do anything, anytime and anywhere. Amen. And the Bible says that in verse number 31. But when the invoice 
when the invoice which was sent by the rulers of Babylon to ask him about the miraculous sign that is occurred in the land, God left him to test him to know everything that was in his heart. You know, as long as God is with us, and when we fellowship with God, most especially when we fellowship with him, fellowshipping with him in prayer, fellowshipping with him in the word of God, spending our time with him, we must be, we must fellowship with him in such a way that we become one with him. We become inseparable with him in such a way that God end up um, dominating in you. God, you know, God must dominate in you. God must take over in us in such a way that when the day arrive, even when it's like God lift up, but because you have got the principles of God, which it will never happen, as the Bible says that the Holy Spirit shall abide with us forever. The Holy Spirit shall abide. That's what the Bible says. The Bible says that the Holy Spirit will abide with us forever. Then what has happened to Ezekiel will never happen to us. But when we fellowship with God in such a way that us and God are one, that means God content in terms of the word, in terms of uh, his presence as we fellowship with him. It will be in us in such a way that you, what have comprised you, it's God. I don't know whether you are getting what I'm saying. What has comprised what you are end when what you are end up being, and how you have built up your life, how you have built up the principles of your life. You have built them in accordance to God's word. When you have built everything in accordance to God's word, you know everything about you is all about God. In such a way that there won't be a time when they will say that you know, like God has left when God has left you and God has left you and you are doing things otherwise. Because the Bible says, this time God lifted up from Hezekiah. But to test what was in his heart, to test that when God was with Hezekiah, did Hezekiah learn the principles of God? Was Hezekiah really, was, re, was he really a man after God's heart? He's trying to find out that. Then, if the, it, it happened that you are being tested as a child of God, God must end up finding that you are, he, is, he, he has taken over your heart. Your Amen. life is all about him. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. And by the special grace of God, this is what shall be our portion for me and for you in Jesus' name. Because, you know, biblically we find that many servants of God who have walked with God, God sometimes, he, he went and tested them to find out what was in, his, in their heart. It's the same thing when we are talking about Job. The Bible said that with Job also, when the devil said that, okay, I, I, I understand what God you are saying. You are saying that uh, Job loves you. Job, there is no one like him. But uh, the devil said that God must allow the devil to touch 
to touch Job in order to see whether Job really loved God. But the Bible says that when Job was put unto test, Job proved that indeed he is not loving God because God has done one, two, three. He is loving God not just because God has done one, two, three. He is loving God because um, he, he, he just loved God no matter what. The love that he had for God, it was an unconditional love. And that must be for every child of God. Every child of God's life, you know, you know, our, our love for God must be an unconditional love. You must not be loving God because of certain conditions, just because He's blessing you, just because He's blessed you with a job, just because He's making you rich. You must reach a level when you have become a person who is an unshakable person, who loves God unconditionally. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. You must reach a level where you love God what? Unconditionally. God has rubbed over you and you have made up your mind that there is no any other God. There is no any other option. Your life is all about him. You must reach that level. We talked about, we, we hear about also another man. Another man, when he was tested, they were tested. Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego, when they put a, an, a, an image, when they put an, an, an image, a statue, to say that this is the statue of Nebuchadnezzar, anyone in the land is supposed to worship this image. The Bible says that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said that, um, we're not going to change our mind. Whether you throw us into the fire, we're not going to change our mind. Whether our God Amen. save us, we're not going to change our mind. Even Amen. though if our God does not save us from the fire, but because we have had an experience with him, we, we have had our time with him, and we find him worthy to be worshipped, and we find him worthy to be glorified. They say that we're not going to change up our mind. If it takes for us to Amen. die for God, we'd rather die for Amen. God. Then as a child of God, you must reach that level where your love for him and your relationship for him is unconditional. It's unconditional. There is no any other option for life. I don't know whether you hear what I'm saying. As a child of God, there must never be any other option. Not now. For life. For life. Which other God is worthy to be worshipped in the whole world? Which other idol? All other gods are idols. All other, other gods are idols. Then we are not after God because I'm looking for a job. We are not after God because I'm looking for a car. We are not after God because we are looking for one, two, three. We are after God for life. We are in this thing for life. We are after God for heaven. A true child of God must be after God for what? For heaven. And beyond this life. That's what I'm trying to say. That Nothing in this world must end up saying that, yeah, yeah, this thing can take you out of the presence of God. A true child of God, you must not reach a level where 
You, there, is any, there, is, there is any other option that you can denounce the Lord. It's a no-go area. We will never denounce. I've accepted Jesus Christ. That's going to be forever. He's my Lord. Forever. He's my Savior. Come winter. Come summer. Come what is forever, my God. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Then, when Jesus, when, when, when Papa God lifted here to Hezekiah, he wanted to find out what was in Hezekiah's heart. He wanted to find out. That Hezekiah, um, was he calling on me because he was in trouble just for me to answer and all, and all that. That, uh, that's why he was doing that. But I, wanna, I, wanna, I, wanna, I don't want to end up today's session without reading this second part, talking about Hezekiah's son. Because, you know, Hezekiah walked with God wonderful. The Bible says even other people from other nations were coming to the nation. Why were they coming to the nation? Just because they've heard the great thing that God has done in the life of Hezekiah. He loved, he lived successfully with God. But I don't just understand with this son that this son he is he is a son, son of Hezekiah, but he does opposite. He does opposite than the father. Oh, some sons, are you wondering? Why does he does? Instead of just copying what the father is doing, what father did. So that his kingdom was going to be established, but now he did things otherwise. But anyway, let us just read a bit. But because here on this verse, you will begin to, to learn what, what, how did this man, how did this man was regarded that he did not do well for with God? Because that's important. Because sometimes we are, we, we are the things that God regards as, um, as evil. And there are some things that a community and people with the standard of the people, you know, they say that this is, this is evil. But uh, which is not God what is saying that is evil. And as a children of God, you know, we must know the word of God. You know, there are things, there are things that the government says is right. The word of God says is wrong. And there are things that the Bible says that is right. And the the, the, the world says that it's wrong. For example, if you talk to the people about tithing, that okay, there's tithing, you know, people don't want to talk here about tithing. I'm talking even about the unbelievers. Those ones are worse. They are worse. They, they say tithing is wrong. And if you hear about tithing, they will even say, ah, ah, no, no, no. How do you give to church money? That's why they don't pay pastors if, 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 they, if the government... Um, uh, knew about tithing and they believe in tithing, they were going to give unto, unto the, pay the pastor's tithe. Servants of God tithe. But they don't. Why? Because they don't believe on it. But they go like homosexuality is not seen. They legalize homosexuality. They say, no, hey, homosexuality is fine. What does the Bible say about homosexuality? It's what matters. It's not what the government says about homosexuality. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. But I'm just trying to tell you that. As we are reading here, we hear what actually made God to be... This made God to be angry with this son of Ezekiah. 
some of these things are, they are written here. When you are reading here on this chapter, they are written here. The Bible says, he did evil in the eyes of the Lord, following the detestable practices of the nation that the Lord has driven out before Israel. He rebuilt the altars, high places where his father Hezekiah has demolished. And he had erected an altar to the Baals and made Asherah poles. He bowed down to all the starry hosts and worshipped them. You see, then if you can summarize this scene that you are hearing here, the problem it was worshipping other gods. That something that today, you know, the, this government will say that, you, you know, it's right. You can, you have to worship any idol you want. You have to worship any god. You have got freedom of, of religion. That's what they say. According to the Bible, there is no freedom of religion. There is no freedom of religion. According to the Bible. The, the reason why God was angry due to the time, it was for that. I'm sure one of the law that this son passed was like, oh, you can worship any other gods and even make altars for these other gods. That was make Jehovah to be angry. Then I want to tell you this, this afternoon. There are things that morally the people of the world will say that this is wrong. But, you know, you must not ask what we say is right as a children of God and what we must say is wrong. It must be based on the Bible. It must be based on the word of God. It must not be based on the constitution of the country. Of your country which you are in today, no. Like somebody I can see, she's in, she is in, in Nigeria. Not the, we, we, what we have to take serious is not really what the Constitution is saying. Because sometimes what the Constitution is saying, it might be even against what the Word of God is saying. Then, what we say is right and what we say is wrong, it must be based on the Word of God. A child of God lives by the Word. A child of God is guided by the word. The standard of our lives is the word. The standard of the world is not the opinion of the people. Because sometimes, you know, you may find that certain people have sit down. Certain people are talking. When these certain people are talking, they say, Hey, why do you, why do you give tithe to the church? And it is many of them. It doesn't matter how many they are who are trying to talk against the word of God. If something is the word of God is saying it, we take what the word of God is saying. I want you to get that. If the word of God is saying and people, maybe these are the opinion of people, we don't care. Who are they? Are they God? We will see after this life which one matters if they want to see. But we pray for them for them to repent then it is not something that people regard as morally right and morally wrong. It is what the Bible says. Because sometimes people, uh, like what uh, 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 the example that I'm giving you down, they've put their own agendas and say, okay, yes, yes, you can choose whichever religion you want. They say, okay. You can choose whether you are homosexual or what. No, the Bible, what does the Bible say? The Bible does not have that freedom. The Bible tells us clearly how it must be done. And we must do it the Bible way. And we must believe it the Bible way. 
Hallelujah. Amen. Anyway, Amen. Be, because this is the midday service, can you say, My day is blessed? My day is blessed. My, f- is blessed. my family is blessed. My, my career is blessed. My career is blessed. Our countries are blessed. Everything is turning around for my good. I will not die before my time. I will not die before my time. I will never be poor in my life. I will never be poor in my life. Say everything is turning around for my good. Everything is turning around for my goal. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Say, devil. Devil. Take off your hand. Take off your hands. From my life. From my life. From my family. From my family. From my career. From our countries. From our countries. Say I lose angels now. I lose angels now. Angels. Angels. Bring my harvest. Bring my harvest. Bring my testimonies. Bring my testimonies. Bring my blessings. Bring my blessings. Angels. Asha me. Asha me. Everywhere I go. Everywhere I go. In everything that I do. In everything that I do. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Wow. This afternoon, there may be somebody who have not received Jesus Christ as their Lord and their Savior. Wherever you are, let us say this prayer together, the prayer to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior. Say, Lord Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ. You are my Lord. You are my Lord. You are my Savior. You are my Savior. Wash me with your blood. Wash me with your blood. Forgive me my sins. Forgive me my sins. Bless me today. Bless me today. Protect me from today. Protect me from today. With your power. With your power. Of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus. Jesus. And if there was somebody praying that prayer for the first time, know that yes, you are born again. Yes, you are saved. Yes, you are a child of the living God. And wherever you are, let us share the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God. Love of God. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Be with us all. With us all. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I want to say to you this afternoon, 
have a blessed and a successful day in Jesus' name. Amen. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.